This morning, this Sunday is the first Sunday of the blessed month of Amshir. And in the Gospel, it's the story of the Lord after blessing the five loaves and the, the, and the two fish and feeding the multitude. He then asked all the disciples to go to the other side of the lake and there was and he stayed on the same side and then he walked over the water and reached the disciples. So when the inhabitant of uh, Capernaum, I think, where he made the uh, the miracle, they realized that they also take boats and follow Jesus to the other side of the lake. And for the first time, the Lord is answering them a little bit toughly this time. He said to them, they said to him, Lord, where have you been? Where did you come here? And for the first time, he said to them, So after he left Tiberias near the place where they ate the bread, after the Lord has given thanks, when the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, nor his disciples, they also got into boats and came to Capernaum, seeking Jesus. And when they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered and said, Most assuredly I say to you, you seek me not because what you saw, the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled. Do not labor for the food which perish, but for the food which endures to everlasting life. It's quite a tough answer. For the first time, we hear the Lord saying this. All of us are used to the Lord who is long-suffering who is patient, who is very gentle and kind, and never upset anyone. But the message of today, which St. Peter said in the Catholic epistle, he said, consider that the long-suffering of the Lord is salvation. Do not think that his long-suffering is a permission to carry on your wrong deeds. Because at some point, after the long-suffering, then comes punishment if we don't repent. Sometimes, as humans, when we think that everything is going all right, it gives us a false feeling that we are right. Like King Saul, he chased David for many years. And he was doing the wrong thing because David did not harm him. And God sent many warnings to King Saul, but he didn't listen until the punishment came and he was killed. Saul of Tarsus, he was persecuting Christians, and God gave him time. God was long-suffering. 
But it didn't mean that God was happy with the persecution of his children. That's why in the Praxis Epistle today, the Lord appeared to him eventually and said to him, Soul, soul, why are you persecuting me? So please, the first message today, when you're doing the wrong actions, when you are drifting away from God, when you live in sin and there is no punishment, don't think it is because you are right. Don't think that God has to punish you on the spot to stop your bad deeds. No. God is long-suffering. And he is, St. Peter is saying, consider the long-suffering of our Lord is salvation. How about Joseph's brothers? Did they do the right thing? Is it because God did not punish them on the spot? It means that what they did was right? No, it was definitely wrong. St. Paul said, Do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? The first lesson today that we should not misunderstood the long-suffering of God. If he does not punish us on the spot, if we think that we are prospering while we are in sin, it is not a clue from God to carry on sin. No, it is a long-suffering from him giving you a chance to repent. I'll give you another example of Arianos. Arianos was the governor of Ancina in Upper Egypt. And he was a wicked and wild king. When any governor failed to torture the Christians and failed to force them to deny Christ, they used to send them to Arianos because Arianos was famous of his wickedness and he was very wild and his severe tortures. So Arianus kept torturing hundreds of Christians at the time of Emperor Diocletian. Does it mean that God was happy with what Arianus was doing? No. But he was giving him time to repent. God is very gentle. He say, I am standing by the door and knocking. It doesn't say, I force the door to open, I hammer the door to open. No, it say, I knock. So Arianus, after some time, one of the martyrs, Arianus was throwing him with an arrow, but the arrow came back and hit Arianus' eye. So he came blinded. And the saint, the Christian saint, said to him, After I die, go to my tomb, take some of the dust and anoint your eye, and you will see again. And this is what happened. Arianus slaughtered the saint and then went to his tomb overnight. He didn't want any of his servants to see him and took from the dust of the tomb and anointed his eye. And he, be, and he saw. And God healed him. 
then Arianus himself became Christian. And he stood before Diocletian and confessed his faith. And he was martyred. So the long suffering of God is not a permission for us to carry on sinning. The long suffering of God is a chance for us to examine ourselves, to repent. In the book of Ezekiel, the Lord said, Do I have any pleasure at all that the wicked should die? Says the Lord God, and not that he should turn from his ways and leave. Ezekiel 18, 23. Let us all take the advantage of the long suffering. Not to do like the people who ate from the bread and the, and the fish and went to the Lord asking for the food that perish. Let us work for the food that ever lasts, the everlasting food. Remember that fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. May the Lord give us to use the time and today everyone offer repentance and not to be deceived by the time, by the long suffering of God. And glory be to God forever. Amen.